This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast, but you've got uh, half of me today. I am so sick. I've got the flu. So if you're if I sound stuffy, if I'm coughing over the, the mic, forgive me. Um, but we, you know, Ari doesn't stop dating, so we're not going to keep stop talking. Aww. <laughs> this is so um, sad. Like, there's like a flu epidemic. It's actually insane. I don't want it. I got, yeah, I got a really shot. Terrible. And you didn't get a shot. And I want to <clears> know why so many people out there don't get shots. I mean, I know it doesn't fully prevent it, but it I mean it increases your odds of being safe. Right? Do you have any you really side know, effects? Actually? Do I you really mean, want to know? Yeah. So <clears throat> I am not a conspiracy theorist at all. I really am not. I have one theory mm-hmm. that I have always had since I was a little kid. I, I, I mean, since I was in elementary school, I fought this. I believe that if there's going to be a mass sickness spread across any, the world, it's going to be through the flu shot. And I would rather build up my immune system by not getting the flu shot been getting it so i'll take getting sick every year for four or five days as long as internally i am as healthy as i can be <laughs> so it's like zombie <clears throat> apocalypse like you think the walking dead is going to happen from flu shots yeah and just wait till that happens and i'm laughing at everybody because i've never gotten a flu shot but hey ben what about like other vaccines are you very like jenny mccarthy about it are you just not not down with vaccines uh, not really. I mean, I go to Central America all the time, and I'd never get, take any of the, like, malaria medication. I never – I don't take a lot of medication. Um, that's probably irresponsible of me, and I really don't know why I don't. I just feel like if something's going to happen, it's going to happen. Interesting. Anyway, okay. Moving. Is that cool? Yeah, I think that's hey. totally cool. Anyway, moving on. So <laughs> what do you think about – yeah, go ahead. I got to tell everybody – about what's going on. So Ashley is so nervous about this. And, and I want to tell you <laughs> that it's, it's really endearing because my co-host cares so much about everybody that listens to this show <laughs> that we have a really big segment that we're going to talk about. And the only thing she's worried about through text, emails, and also as prepared for this podcast <laughs> was, hey, we got to warn, warn everybody that we're going to be slightly spoiling the ending of this year's bachelor not fully spoiling it but we're going to talk about what happens because this became public and so now at because of ashley i want to warn everybody for the next five minutes we're going to be slightly spoiling the ending so if you don't want to listen pause it and tune back in after this small segment. But it's not really a spoiler. Amy doesn't think it's a spoiler. Now, hold on. I think it's a spoiler because a lot of fans were tweeting, tweeting, yeah, tweeting, this theory towards me, this spoiler, whatever you want to call it. And I even got annoyed. I was like, you guys, I'm trying to keep this season secret because I don't know Ari whatsoever. And I don't even know, well, other than Bibby and Lauren G, didn't know anyone on his season. So I was like, this is going to be the perfect season for me to not have to know what goes down the last episode but yeah here's the theory guys so here's the spoiler okay ready you have five seconds one we're not gonna two, name names make it clear I we're not naming i don't names. name i still don't know names this is what i how i'm gonna keep this secret to myself or this is the it's not gonna be spoiled because i am not going to know these two girls names apparently and i don't know our source on this who's our source on this amy well, you don't reveal your source. That's the whole point of having a source. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, not always. <laughs> so our secret source is revealing that Ari pulls a Jason Mesnick 
and he picks one girl in the finale and now is currently with another girl. Ben, yeah. what do you think about this? Uh, I mean, I, I heard he pulled a Jason Mesnick, and I also heard he he pulled uh, a jerk move like that Ben Higgins fella. Oh, uh, so he said, I where, love you to two we people. We know that that is a fact. He Ari has admitted he says, I love you to two people, or he fell in love with two people. Okay, so this is very confusing. Having seen the flack that you got for that, it's shocking that he did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty shocked, too. Poor guy. Um, but, so... <laughs> So here's what happens. Let me run everybody through this. Uh, during the season, it was revealed early on, Ari actually revealed it himself, that he fell in love with more than one woman. Um, I'm going to speak on that for a second. I get it. Uh, I obviously uh, did the same thing. Uh, I would say that it wasn't uh, something that I felt was beneficial long-term to my relationship. I actually kind of wish that I would have uh, – just communicated those feelings a little differently. I wouldn't have told both women, even though I was feeling a certain way towards both women. Um, but let's focus on Ari, because the last thing I want to do is focus on myself. In this. <laughs> um, so Ari falls in love with more than one woman. He, woman, he tells both women, um, yes, he's going to get slack for it. I am surprised that that came out, because you would think he would learn from his mistakes. But from what I hear, Ari didn't really watch my season, so I don't even know oh. if he knew the repercussions of what could happen. I get the honesty that he was trying to communicate. Yeah. And there's one thing, Ashley, that you and I have always said about Ari since the beginning of the season, is he's been very authentic and genuine. Even for his faults on maybe not being as charismatic as we like or as funny or as yeah. engaging, he's always been authentic and genuine. Yeah. And I think that's what he was doing in communicating his love. Yeah. I actually don't see a problem with telling two people you love them. It seems almost logical with the way this show goes. The problem with it is, and Ben, you can maybe attest to this, is the girl is like forevermore upset about it. Right. I think that it's totally normal to fall in love with two people. I think it's the saying it out loud that he, that they get in trouble for. Like, why did you yeah. have to say it out loud? You know, just feel it and feel it. Right, and eventually sure you'll be able to let it go. JoJo's not upset you told her you loved her. It was only uh, the I don't other know. Girl. I think she probably was. What do you think? I don't think JoJo cares very much at all. <laughs> not, anymore, not anymore. Not but... <laughs> I think, anymore. I think she's pretty happy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think saying it out loud is rough. But here's the situation, and I and I explained it a couple of times, but I don't know if I've ever been able to explain it well, is you've gone through this whole experience. You fought off feelings. You've developed feelings. You fought off emotions the whole time. And at the end of it, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, and the light looks good. The light looks exciting. The light looks fun. For the first time in three months, you're not going to have to break up with anybody. And so you sit here at the very end of this whole experience, and you're so thankful that there's two women who you care a lot about, who has fought with you, who has sat beside you, who has, who has watched you kiss other women, and the whole time you're sitting here thinking, I am so incredibly lucky, and yes, I might have a stronger feeling towards one of these women. I might know that one of these women are probably going to be my wife, or at least I hope they're going to be my wife, but I, I feel a little bit I feel like I should communicate fully what I feel for the other one, yeah. just so they know. I felt like I was giving, and when I said that to JoJo, I almost felt like I was giving her validation. But yeah, I don't know if this but... is true or not, or, or if it was even my job to do this. I just felt like I was giving her validation and trying to tell her, JoJo, what we've done together, what you've done for me through this, 
is very real and very special, and I need you to know that because I don't know if I'll ever get the opportunity to tell you this again. That's yeah, sweet. But it is sweet, but yeah, way to fake her out. Like, you should definitely think hey, so. Hey, I didn't mean to fake her out. I didn't <laughs> tell her, hey, I'm going to propose to you. Hey, I'm going to marry you. What I was telling her is, hey, like in any other given world, when there's not somebody else here, like I need you to know how much I care about you. I don't think it was smart of me. I, I don't think communicating it was the right decision. I'm not saying that. I, I don't regret it because I feel like at least afterwards, JoJo knew how I felt and that she said, okay, I have a little bit of respect for Ben, but I don't think I would have communicated it. Just like I told her, don't communicate your feelings, buddy. Hold it in. Don't be an idiot like yeah. that other loser that did this. Hey, Ben, um, I don't really, yeah. I think we're concentrating a little bit too much on the I love you and not the huge I twist know. that is the well, Mesnick. So here's something ending. for everybody to think about. When I heard about this, I rewatched yeah. Jason Mesnick's after the I've final rose. I've never seen Jason Mesnick's season, oh so God. maybe I should go hit up iTunes and watch this. Yes, you all have, everybody listening should go just YouTube or iTunes or whatever you have to do to watch his after the final rose because he actually told Melissa, they were basically done. I think she kind of knew. But he told Molly live. Like, she had no idea. Molly Mesnick is the one he ends up marrying. So he, she didn't know on the After the Final Rose she that comes, she was now going to be asked if he, he could date her instead. Correct. She comes out. I, I was like, no aghast. way. Because I just rewatched it because I remember it. But then now I was like, oh my God. She comes out to sit down to think she's just going to talk to him about like breaking up. No way. Wait, Ben, did you watch it? <laughs> I have so much to say about this. I'm going to let you two kind of bicker back and forth because I can tell Ashley is so excited about this that like, I'm not going <laughs> so, to get a word in for a second. So whenever you guys are done. All right, so, she comes, so Molly comes out and Mesnick tells her, like, I ended things with Melissa because I have feelings for you. And she, like, can't talk. Like, she just sort of sits there like, Huh? Smiling. She's obviously not like devastated. She's sort of smiling shocked where she's like, what? And then at one point she says, I dreamed of this, but like. Like an actual dream or just like a hope dream? Probably like (laughs) a a hope dream. Okay. (laughs) I like that. A hope dream. I have lots of hope dreams. So she's like, (laughs) and then she's like, I never stopped having feelings for you. And they have this awkward conversation and, and it's so much silence. And Chris Harrison just lets the silence just linger this and you're is amazing like, oh this is so, so crazy so melissa is off stage she's at this point she gone like she has been dumped and she gone did, like, she, did he break up with her on the show yes or but i think she, on the show but i think she knew okay there I'm, was like trouble how, I, I don't know i didn't rewatch that part. how in the world did he go along with this like i'm judging him as a human for being okay about one dumping a girl on live tv and then two asking for another girl back I on my TV. Maybe he thought he had no other option. He hadn't spoken to Molly because I don't... They were like, we're never giving you her number. You will never be able to contact right. her. Right, so he, this is like probably he thinks in his head, I don't know, I'm just guessing, I'm making this up, but he probably thought and said like, this is my moment. I have to tell her Maybe like Ben is saying with his, all his I love yous. I don't know. And now they've been married for like eight years. How insane. So the one thing I will say is it did work out. Okay, Ben, share with us. <laughs> I'm glad I predicted the fact that I wouldn't get a word in because for the last three minutes I timed this. It was three minutes. <laughs> no way. Going back and forth and excited. Yeah. What, PSA, so. guys, uh, our spoiler alert is going a little bit over time. <laughs> so <laughs> if you still don't want to know spoilers, fast forward a little bit more. Just keep listening. It's not a spoiler. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. At all. It, actually, I, I have a feeling 
that this is going to be a huge storyline in the show. Yeah, um, yeah. So you think they're going to make it? Yeah, they think they're going to make it known Definitely. in the edit. Yeah, I will yeah. say my source. Yeah. said, and it's a deep inside. Oh, I know. It is the most dramatic ending in a mm-hmm. decade. So what? Yeah. The reason I wanted to talk about it is I think people should watch so they see it, so that when it happens, we can all talk about like. Well, there was a sign. No, that's true. My sister, who, you know, she's, like, always going to, like, get the show. But she's like, now I'm going to be even more invested in the show because I'm going to look for clues. Right. And it's just going to be so juicy. It's horrible for the two girls involved. And maybe Ari. But it's such good TV for oh, us. Oh, I can't wait. Um, now I hey have guys. No, yeah. ben, hey guys. T- ben needs to tell us. Yeah. 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 It's, all, it's Ben's yeah. time. We're yeah, not yeah. going to talk. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> you get- Listening to you two, I really could just listen to you two the whole time. It's like me listening to your podcast. It's really great. Um, <laughs> hey, so I talked to Jason Mesnick this week, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, Jason, this is so crazy because Jason is one of the most respect respectable people, I think, to ever do this franchise. I really like Jason. He's been so good to me. I've done a lot of things with him since uh, my time as The Bachelor. So I called Jason and, and I talked to him just because I didn't really know what was going on. He hasn't, you know, fully been aware of what's happening. And all the, the, the tone I got from him, because we didn't talk about this forever, was, gosh dang it, like, now I have to get thrown back into this whole world again. I know, like, that's so true. He's out of it. He's done. Yeah. He's over it. And I think, actually, you made a great point. Like, how in the world did they get Jason to do this? I asked the same question okay. because Jason really is somebody that lives above reproach of the show. Like he did the show to meet somebody, to find a wife, to find a partner for life. And he did that. I mean, all, take everything else out of the pl- consideration. He found his partner, which we have to celebrate. And it's one of the most celebrated couples in the franchise. However, they did, he did do this on TV. Right. Um, and I think for that, he will always, always, have to be called back in, and we'll always have to get his opinion mm-hmm. in situations similar to this. It's I think that's so just part of hilarious. it. It's hilarious. It's really great. It's really great TV. And I just need to say one more thing before we move on. It does of seem course. like this situation will be different than the Mesnick situation in the way that I do believe that Ari probably switcherooed them off camera. Like, we're not going to no, see no. this. No. From what I'm hearing, what? we're going to see a lot of it. We're going to see a lot of it on the actual series or on the after the final rose? I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I can't answer that. There's some things I can't answer. Okay. All right, man, Amy. But I mysteries. do love what Ben's saying, that Mesnick was like clean from this, and he is so sucked <laughs> back in. Not only oh, sucked back in, he's... it's called pulling a Mesnick. Yeah, it's like, called it, pulling a Mesnick. It actually so has a name. It's so bad for him. I really I feel bad for Jason because he is married with kids, and I'm sure... His wife is not thrilled about the idea of him coming back on the show and her reliving this. I remember at the beginning of this season, even Emily Maynard had a tweet that said, I cannot wait to you no longer pick anybody from my, my season. Cause I know I'll, that's she's right. married with kids. She doesn't want to she, see she herself know, kissing again on never, TV. You can never escape it. You know about Molly that she does a radio show for iHeartRadio too. That's right. Yeah. She's so like our, so, she's our colleague. If I were so Molly. To sum this up. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. If no, Molly, <laughs> Molly is such a strong, like self-confident woman to just be married to a guy who proposed to somebody else because he thought he liked the other one more in that moment. Like how, how tough do you have to be emotionally to like accept that your husband one time wanted another woman over you? I know that is kind I mean, of a great topic. Yeah, you should ask her. But maybe she she likes him so much she was just so happy, like, 
whatever. I got him in the end. I guess who cares? Yeah, if you get yeah. him in the end, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All and right. she got him well, for real. Yeah. Well, to sum this up, okay, so here's <laughs> the thing before I move on to the next. Is this is going to be one of the most dramatic endings of any Bachelor season ever. And I think all of our listeners out there, if you're a Bachelor fan, which I don't know why you listen to this podcast if you're not, um, <laughs> you, 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 you're in for a really exciting season. But I also want to remind everybody, and I always seem to do this in defense of Ari, in defense of the show, in defense of the women involved, that this is real emotions being um, being felt here. There's real things happening. No matter what his feelings were, we have to give Ari credit that he followed his heart, but we also have to feel for the women involved because somebody's heart has been broken and somebody's heart is now confused because they're saying, Ari, how in the world did you choose somebody else originally over me? So with that said, I want to remind all the listeners, this might be fun to watch. It might be dramatic to watch. We might, you know, cover our eyes in awkwardness at the finale of the show. <laughs> but remember, these are real people. This is a real story. This could be, the the start of somebody's life and it could define their life just like it's defined Jason's. And so as I talked to Jason this week, we got a feel for the guy. He's married with kids and he's gonna have to come back on and relive one of the most awkward moments of his life. All right, guys, we have a very exciting guest. She was definitely a fan favorite in the first three episodes that she was on Ari season. And now Ben and I get got to experience the Bachelor Winter Games with her. Her name is Bibiana. She's spicy and she's emotional and she's a kick-ass girl. And I'm so excited for you guys get to, to get to know her more through this podcast. But first, there's this company called Thread Up, and it's basically like the coolest thrift store online. Um, you can get really expensive brands. Like I was looking at Manolo Blahnik and like Louis Vuitton on this website called ThreadUp. It's the largest thrift store that carries all of my favorite brands, including Free People, Topshop, all the good stuff. Yeah, it has high end all the way down high to Gap. Yeah, high end to low end, uh, Forever 21 to, you know, Prada. Um, they sell your favorite brands at 90% off. Um, I know what you're thinking, thrift store, grandma shops at thrift stores, but no, ThreadUp is unlike any other thrift store you've ever been to. It's all online, and every single item is practically in brand new condition. They add thousands of items each day, and I'm always on their site trying to see what new things they've got in. And don't worry about being overwhelmed. It's super easy to personalize your search. I was shopping for an outfit for an event recently, and I used filters, so I only saw my favorite brands in my size and in my price range. It scored this amazing free people dress for only $18, $18 guys, and a pair of Steve Madden shoes. I love Steve Madden for $24. It is crazy. It's where fashion dreams come true, people. And if you don't think that, and if you don't like something and it doesn't fit right, then ThreadUp has a super easy return process. If you love free people, Topshop, Zara, as much as I do, and you love a good deal, then go to threadup.com. I got the coolest Carrie Bradshaw-like shoes. Um, they're they're Manolos, and I never thought I was going to get a Manolo, but they like they're such a cool throwback to the early 2000s, and I can't wait to wear them. So I feel like Carrie. <laughs> right now, ThreadUp is offering iHeartRadio listeners, that's you guys, an extra 30% off their first order. So go to threadup.com slash iHeart. That is T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash iHeart. Threadup.com slash iHeart for an extra 30% off today. I, uh, you know, I always like to check out our sponsors. I think it's important for us both to to kind of 
become aware of what our sponsors are doing and the products they're selling. And so I got on ThreadUp, realized quickly that there's not a lot for me on there, but here's what I decided to do. Yeah. I decided to load up on maternity gifts because it feels like all my friends are getting pregnant. <laughs> and so I bought a ton of maternity gifts and stacked them up, put them in a closet here at home because soon I have a feeling I'm going to be the most popular friend in all the world. Ben, that's so cute. I'm going to a baby shower right after this. Lindsay, producer Lindsay. Oh, see, you could go on thread up and got our maternity gift. <laughs> definitely could have, but a good idea. We have been able to spend uh, quite a bit of time with this spicy, awesome, incredibly fun person. Viviana, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Baby! Hey. Thank you for inviting me, guys. <laughs> oh, we're so excited to have you here. Everybody was so upset that you left week three because we did not get enough Bibiana. So, of course, the Smart Bachelor producers were like, this girl is getting on Winter Games. Yeah, I'm so grateful for that. Um, Bibiana, as Ashley said, Ashley's been so excited to have you on this podcast, podcast because, <laughs> believe me, she loves you so much. I love you as well. I think you were great. I watch you uh, on The Bachelor, actually, after I got to know you on Winter Games, and, and I've always been a huge fan of you, and I was actually even a bigger fan after watching you on The Bachelor because I felt like you spoke truth. Now, Bibiana, i got to be honest. You spoke truth sometimes very direct and very harshly, but you spoke truth the whole time. So I needed to learn a little bit of truth right now about what you think so far of this season of The Bachelor after you've left? Um, <laughs> She's speechless. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, for me, it was just like I, obvious that I struggled and, you know, I just didn't really get a chance to get to know Ari. So it's really good to see now that, you know, there's much more than just kissing and you're getting to see that, like, especially with this episode. Um, I'm just, what's really taking me back is just like, well, Becca's age, right? I didn't, in my time there, I didn't even know how old she was. No way. Yeah. I mean, I knew she was young, but I never, I never sat down to be like, yeah, how old are you? You know, like that wasn't a thing for me. Um, Do you have a problem with her age? Is that, are you saying that no, you think she's I, too young? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, you can tell that she just surprises me so much in every episode and I never even knew you would have you would have never known that she had such a strong connection with this guy um she's really smart she has like a little bit of this old soul she knows she just does so well and like it's really uncomfortable when you're just like with all the cameras it's that it's not that easy and like from night one she was just really comfortable with him um I don't think that her age is an issue at all uh, she's Go ahead. I think she makes up for her age with her confidence. Honestly, yeah. I, mean, I think as, as Ashley and I have talked in the podcast, I, take her age out of consideration here. You know, it doesn't really matter. She just has, she exudes a confidence that, that I haven't seen on this show in a long time. I agree. Um, I don't think that her age is an issue at all. And I think that she kind of, even when he is concerned, she knows how to just put him in his place. You know, just to kind of reassure him that, you know, age is really nothing but a number. And that confidence is just, it's a, she surprises me. Every episode, I'm just like, wow, Becca's just. Mm -hmm. So I take it that you, yeah. you thought Becca was cool even when you were in her presence. Yeah, yeah. Is there anyone on this show that is coming across differently on TV than you experience in the house? Mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Really? Well, that, that leads us into something that, I mean, 
you know, one thing Ashley's always said about you, Bibiana, to my to, on the podcast and also uh, in, in private is, you know, she respects you so much because of your confidence and, and, and your ability to communicate your feelings well. Um, one, one situation, kind of the, the way we, we best got to know you on The Bachelor is through your relationship with Crystal. And so at, kind of follow up on Ashley's question there. After now watching a few weeks after you've left and seeing more of Crystal, is this a surprise to you, the person that she's coming off as? Or is this who you knew during the show? Um, it doesn't surprise me, but it's not the person that I saw. Like, I never had an issue with Crystal, ever. Um, it's not like I didn't like her or... Um, she was like that with me at all. I just felt the need to kind of just, I kind of became like this protector over the girls and everybody was really frustrated with her. And I spoke a lot of truth and she clearly, I mean, you would think that someone confronting her that early on would be, would have been like a good kind of like a hint, like, Hey, people are already feeling this way. Like maybe you should fall back a little bit. Um, but she's, she's not. Um, and I understand and I respect the fact that like, she's there for Ari. I do. I totally see that, but you know, you are in this really unique, um, situation and environment with all these other women that are trying, like all, all the women are really trying to be respectful. So when you have that one person that's just like not cooperating, it just, you know, you're seeing that a lot now, you know, where it's just, yeah. people are really starting to get frustrated. Mm. I don't know if I would have been able to hang on that long. I, I, I was going to say that. Ashley, mm -hmm. you have always been somebody that I think has kept their cool through this whole franchise. You're kidding, I mean, right? you've, 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 <laughs> No, you've obviously, no, listen. Yeah, no, you showed emotion, and you've gotten upset, but you've also been able to logically kind of see everything for what it is. Um, I want to hear, and I know Crystal's kind of rubbed you at times the wrong way during the season, and not her personally. We're not... Let's not attack Crystal personally, but her behavior and the things she's doing. I want to kind of leave it up to you two as women who have done this show. What kind of causes that or, or what kind of rubbed you the wrong way about her behavior? Well, I definitely think it was condescending. I think she always thought that she was mm. the top of the girl gang. Like she was the number one and like everybody else was kind of runner up to her. And then there are some weird things that make you a villain in the house one of those is not telling the girls the status of your relationship like coming home from a date and being like you know that's private between us that's like number one rule of becoming a villain um there's another thing what about her pity party staying home from the oh, date well, oh, that was this, where i that. was like uh and when she interrupted the rose ceremony those are my two things where i'm like eh, i don't i can't even like you I i'm trying yeah, I, I completely agree there. Like, I can respect someone not feeling comfortable sharing all the details of a date. Like, you don't have, like, that's just not a comfortable thing. Like, if that's what she felt she needed to do, like, that didn't rub me the wrong way. No? No, it was, it, I think it's more just what you just said, like, interrupting the role ceremony. Like, that's not fair to everybody else, you know? And it's, it's not supposed to be, I get the whole idea, like, she's just trying to talk to him, but that conversation didn't need to happen. Okay, I, another way of becoming a villain is probably making sneaky ways to get alone time when you're not supposed to have one. So, hence, you know, interrupting a rose ceremony in my season, Kelsey faked or something, a... Uh, a fainting spell like it's just trying to get the attention of the bachelor in a way that is yeah uh, not conventional bugged me it's like i don't care if she grabs him first or grabs him eight times in fact a 10 year old last night said to me oh yeah 
Crystal, the one who takes all the time. Yeah, like, the, time stealer. Time stealer. That's but a I, villain thing. I can handle that. But when she interrupted the rose ceremony, it's like, wouldn't everybody want to do that? Why yeah, are you okay. so special? What, okay. You gotta like follow you, the rules, kind of. What obviously was worse than interrupting the rose ceremony was her being a total diva when it came to skipping out on the group date because uh, Ari was a liar. Well, a do you guys? Liar. Okay, so here's my what? question no. for all three of you. Should Ari have gone up to her room? I think no, not. No, absolutely not. That was giving in to what she was hoping was going to happen. That was Yeah, but I think he was just doing the respectful thing. I don't know. I don't know if that was respectful to the other girls. I think that was giving her exactly what she planned on getting from that move. Yeah, like, I think it was a Yeah. Go, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go, Bibiana. Um, I, I think you can start to see how she's um, beginning to manipulate. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't think that it was wrong of him to go up and talk to her, you know, and check in. Um, I mean, he was really honest with the women and was like, I don't want it to affect the night. So it's something that he needed to address. Um, and I, I kind of, you're, that to me was I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to Ari, so I didn't know, like, a lot about him. And to see him kind of handle that was really attractive to me. He's just like, let me go up and talk to her. And even the way that he, like, their conversation and, you know, everything he said, I, I thought that that was good of him to kind of just let her know, like, this is not cool, you know. And then he's like, you need to stay in your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in a couple days. Yeah, he was <laughs> A couple days. So then I have a question. Did she go then down to the party but never saw Ari? Uh, yeah, so she did end up going down to the party. And then Becca, like, scared her away. And then she only showed up for a brief time until, yeah, I guess Becca was like, what are you doing here? You said you weren't going to come. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Winter Games now? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Bibby, you left Ari season. You didn't really like Ari, right? You just didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I can't, I didn't, I didn't get to know him, you know? So you, th- you threw some mad shade on him on Instagram. What do you think of Nick Vile's name for you? No chill. No. Oh I love it. <laughs> I God, so no chill. <laughs> Yeah, that's like what that's what Nick says to me, and I'm like, Nick, do you really want a girl with chill? Those are they're boring. I, I'm he nailed it though when he's like this girl has no chill. Like, I knew that I was no chill, but I didn't really realize how intense. Like, I'm just such an intense human being, and I'm yeah. it, it kind of when you finally see yourself and your personality like on TV, you're just like, oh. That's what my best friend says, that, like, my eyes get crazy, and then I'm just, like, you speak with this intensity. I'm just like, oh, gosh. That's what my dad— But I—you yeah. know my dad was My dad was like, how—my my, my first season, or, like, every season, my dad's like, why is she still there? How is she still there? Meaning you. Yeah, like, oh why is she—she's so dramatic. Like, how is this guy keeping her around? I like what Bibiana's saying, though. She learned something about herself that other people had maybe pointed out to her that she didn't believe until she watched it. Yeah, I don't mind no chill. I mean, no chill is fine, but it was a genius thing. You just gotta own it. You know, it's my personality, and I can sit here and be like, kind of just shut off about it. But really, it's just it shines, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm no chill, and maybe I just need to meditate and pray a little bit more. (laughs) No chill just means you're passionate and you're vocal about it. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so, baby, we obviously got to spend some time. Or, you know, Ashley and I got to spend some time with you at Winter Games. Uh, I really respected you and Ashley had a, a very, uh, let's just say this, uh, Winter Games is going to be a lot of fun. There's some great relationships that form. And you and Ashley have a situation that comes up during Winter Games that could have completely destroyed your friendship. But the two of you handled it so well. And I, and I think, and, and to, to be very vague here, this situation happens in the real world a lot, and it, and it oftentimes destroys friendships. But the two of you, I think, built a relationship around this common interest during Winter Games. Uh, Bibby, how close do you feel to Ashley based on that experience during Winter Games? I mean, we, we instantly connected and bonded. I feel like uh, we come from the same planet. We <laughs> totally do, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's so important to just be completely open with people. And I think a lot of the times when you're just not vocal about where your feelings are at, it leads others to just like, it leaves it to the imagination, right? So I wanted to make sure that we tackled this head on. And, you know, like if she was feeling a certain way that she was always honest with me and we continuously kept on checking in with each other and seeing where we were at. Mm. And I was really happy that she spoke up because at first, you know, obviously she, Ashley is like, friends with all the guys and that's intimidating as well. And so the first few days we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. And then as time went on, you know, I, I, it was just good to see like, we, it's easier really. Like if you just, if women were to talk to each other more, they would probably just like get through so much. Um, yeah. You allowed me to be so open with it. Yeah. I think it's just, and then you see, right. So like, as we were talking, I don't know. I can. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying too much, but like we would talk about it, and you could tell like her relationship was forming a lot more, and I wasn't feeling it either. You know, I think this is a, a question. No, it's it's perfect. It's fine. You, you feel just feel comfortable. Well, everything's good here. I want to ask the two of you then to talk about it um, because uh, man or woman, what you two did is a very difficult thing. So I want to leave it up to you two. Why were you two so open with each other? Why did you choose to communicate in the way that you did? Because I respected it and I felt like it because of the t decisions you made. And then I'll stop here because I don't want to speak for you. It allowed less conflict to enter in. So why did the two of you decide to communicate the way you did? I just think that we hit it off so immediately, like on day one that I knew that she was going to be one of my closest girlfriends in the house. And Bibi, Bibi's, like, not easily angered, actually. She's just, like, such an emotional person that you can just talk to her about anything. And you think that the normal person would be like, okay, wait, what? And then she doesn't react like that at all. Bibi, that's, yeah. that's, is that surprising to hear? Because you are fiery, you are intense, and Ashley's sitting over there saying that you're not easily angered. Well, she's and, very... and I think for most... Most of the viewers out there and the listeners of this podcast, they would associate no chill with anger. <laughs> she are, puts, you, are you not easily angered? She puts girlfriends first. She really yeah, is like girl power, real girl power. Um, I don't, you know, and this is how I explain it to people. Like, you're not going to see every detail of, you know, what of, of my night during that rose ceremony, right, where Crystal and I kind of just had our, like, thing. But yeah. Because there's so much more going on that, you know, people need to see as well. So, like, me getting to that point came from somewhere. You know, it wasn't just, like, I snapped. It wasn't that. It was just a buildup and a, a series of things that had happened that I felt strongly, like, 
to just tell Crystal what was happening. And yeah, I was, I was really angry and I could have taken, I could have chilled a lot. Um, but for me, like when you're continuously talking to each other and being open and vulnerable, like you just see that you're, I don't know. I just, I connected with Ashley and I always wanted her to feel comfortable around me. And by not talking, that's when you kind of shut people off. And I, I am someone who puts um, my girlfriends first. You know, I think that it's extremely important to, to just, it's like a, a girl power thing. It's really, me, it's a girl power know? thing. It's you put, you very much respect women and their feelings. Yeah, and I definitely do. And it, and I think it's super nice that Ashley's just saying, like, I'm not this, like, angry person. I actually, I take my time. Um, even my relationships, I'm so open. I'm such an open person. Like, I'm, communication to me is the most important thing. Because then how do you build a foundation and a, and a, and a friendship or anything, you know? So I'm, I'm so happy that I gained a friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that brings me to my last question then. It's, Ashley and Bibiana, you two obviously had a very personal experience at Winter Games. Why are you excited for our listeners out there and for the fans of The Bachelor now to watch Winter Games? What about Winter Games meant so much to you two? Um, I'm most excited. Uh, I think that I was a lot more myself at Winter Games. It was comfortable. I was comfortable. We had such a good time. Um, And I think that people will see that, you know, I think people will see that I'm not this like just fiery, um, overly opinionated woman. I also know how to have fun and goof around and, you know, can just have a good time and be myself. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see how it all plays out. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that I like the way that you can see two girls just really support each other um, before anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And I think that's what I saw in the two of you is you support each other. You communicated with each other in a situation that is formed to cause conflict and it is formed. Yeah. To cause jealousy. You two fought through that and you rose above it. And for me, as a friend of both of you, I really respected that, and I learned a lot from the way you treated each other. So I'm excited for people to watch Winter Games because they're going to see conflict. They're going to see the drama. They're going to see the relationships. They're going to see the excitement and the intrigue of what a Bachelor show brings. But they're also going to see two people rise above it all and say, okay, we want what's best for each other here, and that's what you two did. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. You really put that well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Amy, Amy, I know that you uh, have talked to, you know, the producers of the Winter Games. Uh, I know you that you know a lot of what's going on there. What are you excited for people to watch about Winter Games? What are you excited to watch? All y'all. <laughs> I, I just like watching. You know, I think one thing, the reason – Paradise is so successful is we're watching people we already have gotten to know. It is a lot more fun to watch when we know you guys somewhat. The hardest part about Bachelor is I'm like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Mm-hmm. So that's why those spinoff shows are so enjoyable because we're watching friends or people we already hate or people we already like, and it makes it way better. Yeah, totally agree. What's going to be... 100% agree. Um, what's going to be 
I have to have a little preview. Um, the people that I work with over at ABC for the Bachelor Instagram, they said that they got to watch the first episode a couple days ago, and the girls were like running up and down the cubicle hallways, being like, "Bachelor Winter Games is the best Bachelor spinoff ever." And they're like, "We promise, we weren't saying that because we're biased towards you. Like, it's actually fantastic." Oh, that's super oh. good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, right. you guys would kill it. I mean, you, you're a great representation during Winter Games of how this whole show can actually be real. It can actually be good. It can be beneficial. And it represents at some level what life could look like outside of the show. So I think Amy speaks. I, I, she said something that, that really resonates with me. And what I loved about being on Winter Games is there's people from all over the world, people we don't quite know yet, that come in to uh, Vermont and they experience something. Um, that a lot of us have gotten experience before, a Bachelor spinoff show. However, for them, they're new to it. We get to meet them. We get to, for some of us, we get to build relationships with them. And I think it's going to be so exciting for the fans of The Bachelor here in the United States to see how awesome some of the contestants from all over the world are as well. Yeah, it's it's truly a uh, demonstration of unity and love, as they like to say. Yeah, I agree. All right, Bibby, thank you so much for joining us today. That was quite an emotional talk. I really just feel like we haven't been uh, broadcasting this. <laughs> but we love you so much, and we cannot wait for fans to see more of you soon. Thanks for having me. Right. Love you guys. Right, so love you, Thanks for coming, Bibby. All right. Talk soon. Hey, everybody listening out there, uh, one of our, our most special, special sponsors I get to talk about today, and that is Movement Watches. Uh, Movement, as you've seen it, is MB. MT, and here's what I want to tell you about movement today. You've heard us talk about movement all the time. Well, because they've been loyal to us. You know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company. It's crazy how fast this company has grown. Now, with almost 2 million watches sold in 160 countries, they continue to revolutionize fashion and belief that style shouldn't break the bank. I don't know if you've checked out this site race lately, but if you haven't, They've doubled down on the number of watch styles. They are now selling high-quality sunglasses and just introduced women's bracelets. This is huge. Oh. Now, now, you don't only have, I mean, actually, you love the movement watches. I love the movement watches. I've given them out as gifts to my friends now because I, I, I believe in what they're doing so much. But now they're opening up their line a little bit to women's bracelets and sunglasses, and it's this time of year again, okay, like it or not, it's the gift-giving season after Christmas. It's Valentine's Day, okay? Valentine's Day is coming. If you don't know this, it's February 14th. <laughs> and movement watches or the sunglasses or the bracelets are the perfect gift for your Valentine's. Our friend at Movement Watches, the ones who revolutionized the watch game, have put together the perfect gift guide to make your life easy. Whether you're shopping for him or her, you want watches or their new fashion forward bracelets, sunglasses, or any combination in their limited edition box, Movement and House Stylist have curated their trendiest pieces for these year, this year's Valentine's gift ideas. Movement and their stylists have curated an interactive gift guide to make Valentine's Day shopping painless. You can find the perfect gift for him or her, watches, bracelets, and sunglasses, or any combination of these gifts in the limited time edition gift box. You get 15% off today with free shipping and free return by going to movementmvmt.com slash almost famous. Go to movementmvmt.com slash almost famous 
to get 15% off today. You all, you have to join the movement. It's worth it. It's great. We're all doing it. You don't want to be left out. Guys, we have a villain here. A villain is right next to me. He's here to talk about the other villain that we're familiar with right now, which is Crystal, and her authenticity as a as a true villain, Chad Chad Johnson. What's going on, guys? Nice to have you back here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Your uh, teeth are insanely white. It's a lot of teeth. Are they white real? Here. Yeah, they're real. Damn. Sleep in it. What? Okay, well, I just got <laughs> some trays. Doctor Cupcake set me up with some Zoom, uh, some you know that you know the in the in dental office. He's still actually a dentist. I thought he was like doing TV talking now. No, no, no. He goes on the doctor sometimes, but oh, okay. he is an actual dentist. And your teeth, he said that my teeth couldn't get any whiter, and now I know that that's a lie. You like spray paint. <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> All right. Coat. Chad, what do you think about Crystal? Is she a true villain? Is is she too, is she is she authentic in the way she's truly evil? <laughs> or before we, or is it uh, all an act? I was going to say, before we hop in, I just want to say congrats to Ben. I see all the stuff you've been doing with the people yeah. in Honduras. That's really cool. And, uh, Thanks so much, man. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, also, you know, congrats to you on uh, the Winter Games, Ashley. Hey. Thanks, both of us. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be the first to say that when I first saw Crystal, mm -hmm. I called her out. Like, we, we were videoing. I was with, you know, my manager here, and we were videoing me doing a little, like, commentary about the show. Mm -hmm. And before anybody else had seen it, I was like, she's fake. Everything she's doing is planned out. And planned she's, out. she's going through all the Bachelor steps, right? Yeah. Like, you know, doing the Miss America yeah. thing. And then <laughs> after a while, then it became less fun after episode two or three because then everybody else saw it. And I was like, okay, well, now everybody's playing into it. So then I immediately started, like, backing her up. Because so, you supported somebody who went right. with a plan. Exactly. Okay. I, I, was, I was like, you know, okay, so now everybody else is hating her. How can I be the devil's advocate for that? And so, um, you know, now I feel like, you know, she started off so fake and she had this whole plan. And then once she realized that everyone was kind of attacking her, now she's kind of gotten real and everyone else, it's like, why are you still attacking her? She looks bad already. Like, right. you know, she looks bad. And then like, oh, Becca, that's interesting. That's interesting. Like yeah. Becca, could, he, she just kept going at it when she should right. just have let her ruin herself. Exactly. It was like she had already, you know, ruined herself pretty bad just in the one episode alone. And Becca was like, you look horrible. Like, <laughs> no one likes you anymore. <laughs> and I was like, God, Becca. Uh... Like, and if you think about it, too, what, what, how can a 22-year-old that came onto the show relate to, you know, a 29-year-old or something? Yeah. Wh whether she is being fake or real, th those two different people have two totally different aspects of life. And mm -hmm. at 30, you're kind of, you know, Chomping at the grip to maybe find somebody, whereas you got Becca, who's like, whatever, I got, <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of years of hotness left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a yeah, really that, interesting that, yeah. take because I hadn't thought of that. And hearing you say that, it's like she was creating her, herself to be this villain or fool or whatever word you want to use. But when the girls ganged up on her and each person was pulling her aside to be like, you suck. It's true. You did feel a little bit like, oh, it's a pile on. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, why? What's? How is that necessary? I, I still will never understand what the point is of people talking to the lead about how terrible a person is, or sitting down in someone's face and telling them, "Hey, you're you're pretty horrible." Like, mm. thank you. Like, I'm not sure why you felt the need to tell me that. The whole world just saw it. <laughs> okay, so but you you were a planned villain, right? You went in knowing that you had fun pushing buttons. No, it was the opposite really? on mine. On mine, I went in totally real. I'd never watched the show before. 
And I was actually trying to do it for real, which like, you know, when they're calling like, all right, 15 of us are going on a date and everyone's like, yay. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Okay, I don't want to go on a that's date true. with 15 people. Like I had never watched it. So I, I was really trying to do it the way someone in a real dating scenario would. I mean, I always said right. things that you said were like, wow, well, you know what? He's just saying it the way it right. is. He it, really is. And it took a turn after a while because what happened was when I saw these guys sitting around like, you know, oh my gosh, if I can't see her today, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, we're a bunch of 30-year-old good-looking <laughs> dudes. Like, I'm pretty sure we've dated girls before and we don't freak out if, like, we don't get called the first day. Right. So once I started seeing that happen, I was like, oh, okay, they're just playing the role and they're being fake. And I realized it looked bad for me trying to be real. So I was like, all right, well, I'll outfake them then. Uh, you know, I'm already the bad guy. I can't go back now. So you caught on and you were like, okay, yeah. well, now that I've been pigeonholed into the villain character, exactly. I'm going to continue with this. Exactly. And I tried to come back a few times and, you know, I was working with production. I was like, I, I can't come back, can I? And they were like, no, nah, man. <laughs> just, oh, wait, speaking of bad, what do you think will happen to Crystal? <laughs> like, is she going to be, you know, on Paradise or is she going to be so villainy that we're like, get lost? You know, I, I'm i not sure with Crystal. I can assume she's going to be on Paradise for sure, just because of she is kind of a big presence. Um, I think that she'll probably get some type of, you know, oh, what's it called, redemption story, you know, where maybe she is being real or she learns to take it a little more real versus the whole, just the voice thing in general. Kind of, no matter what she says and how real it is, <laughs> the voice is going to ruin it. Right, that baby whispery talky Hi. thing. Yeah, <laughs> you you think that's exaggerated? You think that's a real voice? No, I don't know. I mean, supposedly if you watch her Instagram <laughs> yeah, stories, and I'm not being mean, it uh -huh. just isn't her voice. But I think I think she uses it with Ari in a flirty way, and then she uses it with the girls to be like, "See, I'm soft. I'm not. You don't need to yell at me." So what do you right. think is going through her head? Because I kind of can't wait to talk to her while she's watching. Oh man, I I think she at first thought like. I killed it. <laughs> you know? Oh, man, everyone's going to love me. Look at all these good things I do. I've said so, everything's perfect. And then I think as it went on, that you know, she was probably getting calls like, oh, it's not going to look so good for you today. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think she's bad girl or anything. I think she just came into it a little too calculated. And maybe she even, even was real about actually looking for a relationship. But I think she came in trying to portray herself in such a way and so hard that it made everything about her seem fake. Ben, were you surprised Ari kept her last night? Did you think it was her time to go home? Uh, no, I think it made a lot of sense, actually, for his behavior. And I, and I, and I actually, uh, we talked about it in our last segment, Chad, with, uh, and you're in studio, so you heard this with Bibiana, is why in the world would Ari go up and give Crystal attention after she's kind of thrown her fit? And it's obvious now, because he kept her, that he really cares about her. And he's probably super confused now because this might have been the first time that he's seen her, I, I don't know how else to say it, crazy side. And that's the one thing that, that the viewers have to understand is, as The Bachelor, you're closed off to most things until it kind of blows up in your face. And so he is just getting his first education in what we know as Crystal. So oh, for me, I think, and Chad, I, I know, you know, JoJo has asked about you a lot, and, and you're yeah. able to speak on this. And I, and I want to take a second here and pause. Because your commentary in every podcast that you've done with us has been incredible. It's been really spot on, and, and you speak to things um, that, that I know of and think about sometimes. And I want to give you a little shout-out here. Uh, you have okay, created you, a YouTube channel um, that you're going to be doing commentary on, per, like your own commentary 
on The Bachelor each week. It's hilarious. I, it's lighthearted. It's fun. And, and if tell me if I have this wrong. Right. It's at www.thechad.tv. Am I correct? Yep, that's right. I said if you want to hear more Chad or see more Chad, and see his white teeth. Make sure you check out his <laughs> Absolutely. We need to send you some wine for this so you can do it slightly drunk. And we can do that with our <laughs> with our wonderful sponsor, Wink. Uh, trust me, we've had to cut, make a few cuts <laughs> before. Oh, because you've been too drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we yeah. are sending Wink your way, Chad. As Ashley said, sometimes, uh, you know, as you're watching The Bachelor, wine is a necessity. It, it not only opens up your mind to everything that is romantic and lovely, uh, but it also helps you speak a little more clearly. And so here's the thing. If you're looking for some wine during your bachelor season, make sure you check out Wink. So I, so I don't know if you all remember, as uh, a couple months ago, I, uh, I got my mother a gift. And, and I got this gift because uh, I thought she'd really appreciate it. And as I thought about the special gift for my mom, I picked up Wink. I ordered her a Wink subscription because it really is, uh, for me personally, one of the most fun things that I have coming each month. That shows how exciting my life is. But it also shows how great Wink is. So here's the thing I want all of the listeners to do. If you're the legal drinking age or if you're looking for a perfect gift for somebody, make sure you go visit trywink.com. Okay? Remember, W-I-N-C. Dot com. What it is is you get on, you go through this whole quiz to find out your perfect wine for your perfect occasion or what wine you like the most for your taste buds. So I'm introducing you again to Wink. Wink makes it easy to discover great wine because Wink's wine experts select wines that match your taste, personalized for you, shipped right to your door, and starting at just $13 a bottle. That's a crazy deal. There's nothing like coming home to a box of delicious Wink wine selected just for you. It's the best day of your month. I, I have to say it kind of is. Just throw out Wink's palette profile quiz. Answer simple questions that your average store clerk wouldn't ask or translate into a recommendation. Questions like, how do you take your coffee or how do you like blueberries? Then Wink sends wine curated to your taste. The more wines you rate, the more personalized your monthly selection. Each month. There are new delicious wines, like the insanely popular Summer Water Rosé. I don't like rosé. I hear it's really cool these days. I don't like it either. I hear it's a hip thing. But I'm telling you, Ashley, the Summer Water Rosé, I have it right now in my house. So if you like rosé, or even if you don't like rosé, give the Summer Water (laughs) Rosé a shot. There's no membership fee. Skip any month. Cancel any time. Shipping is covered, and you don't. If you don't like a bottle, they they send you based on the quiz that you take. So replace it with a bottle you love. No questions asked. Okay, you don't even have to feel guilty about it. No shame involved here. Discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com/slash/almost-famous. You'll get twenty dollars off your first shipment. That's trywink. Remember w-i-n-c.com/slash/almost-famous for twenty dollars off. Trywink.com/slash/almost-famous today. So producer Amy. As you can tell, is really excited to talk to Chad. She loves herself some Chad. And so she's came up with a round robin of fire questions for us. So she's going to fire us some questions. We're all going to answer, and she's going to get her goodies off of it. I really don't know why we're doing this, but she's doing it because it just pleases her. <laughs> well, and the people want to know your thoughts on these things from the show. So first question, okay. long-haired Becca in the hotel room. So what do we think that Ari brought her to that hotel room and also their barfy, lovey conversation? Okay. Chad I'll, first. Okay, Chad first. I'm going to say, honestly, he looked like he just kind of wanted to 
tickler or something. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even really talk or convey anything. He literally was just like grabbing at every piece of her body. And then they started making out like two minutes into it, right? right thanks, Chad. He's like, I really need alone time to get to know you better. And then it was just like, I want to get to know you better too. Everything's amazing. Let's right, make let's out. Just tickle I, and stuff. I, I wonder if like how much conversation was really taken out of that scene. But if it was, re- I that's like the one caveat about The Bachelor. It's all like, we need to get to know each other better. And then it's like, I know we do. This place is so amazing. It's the best place to get like to know that. each other better. <laughs> okay, Ben, what do you think? Uh, I, honestly, I mean, the hotel stuff's pretty nice for me, honestly. It kind of separates everything and takes you away from the group. And so I'm a huge fan of any time you can get away. Fair enough. Okay, frog-eating raven friend Tia. I want to know what everybody thinks. And I, I can't remember if they're from Kansas or where. She's wh- from Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. So what does everybody think about Tia? Because I feel like last night she kind of emerged, or tonight, whatever, as a front runner. I think she's been a front runner mm. for a while. I think Chad Ari- first. Like- You're okay. not playing the game properly. <laughs> yeah. Go, Hold Chad. on, Ashley. <laughs> I think, honestly, like they were just like, hey, Raven, we kind of want you, but like, can you just clone yourself and send a friend? <laughs> I know. Raven 2.0. Seriously, same voice, same hair, same everything. Like, literally, it was just like, all right. And she even said, she was like, I actually live in the city? <laughs> and and he was like, oh, well, um, yeah, we're in a swamp eating frog legs. Okay, so. Okay, Ashley, go. Okay, so, yeah, I think Tia was actually a front runner the entire time. And I think that they were like, you know what? We really like the Raven caricature from last season. So let's just do it. Let's ask yeah. Raven if she has any friends like her. Let's and do ben, it again. Ben, what do you think of Tia? I have a thousand things to say about this date, so uh, I'm going to take my time here and talk about it. Uh, Tia's been a front runner for me since the beginning. I think Tia is uh, is just herself. I think she's pretty, she's confident. So I always thought, okay, in this group of women, she stands above the rest. I love this date, and I'll only tell you why for one second. I love alligators. It is my they are my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. I absolutely. Lo- I mean, I'm not kidding you. I'm obsessed. With alligators, when I see an alligator, I get giddy, I get excited, and I don't get giddy and excited very often in life right now. And so this date to me might have been, and I have this in my notes from the episode, this date is one of my favorite dates ever done on The Bachelor because here's, and here's my theory behind it, and then we'll move on, is this is the type of date it looked like to me that is an experience that you could do in your real life, but it would be one that you would remember forever. And I just felt like this was one that I could relate with because I would enjoy it so much. I would eat frog legs. I would go out. I would eat frog surgeon. legs, yeah. Um, this is a really cool date for me. And so I thought from I really enjoyed watching T on this date uh, because she fit in well. So Ari obviously knew what he was doing. Good and and I got, I got one thing answer, to say on her, answer, too. Like I don't know a whole lot about Tia. I've been kind of zoning out this season. But the one thing that I noticed on this last episode, and the one thing that I always noticed that kind of gives you a clue to what the people are really thinking when somebody says, I think I'm falling in love with you, and they're not looking at the person when they say that, mm-hmm. if you notice, they'll immediately like go hug their chest and put their head down. What's the first thing you do when you really are falling in love with someone? You look at that person's eyes, right, mm-hmm. to see what they're thinking. Yeah. So I got a little bit of, you know, 
fraud out of that. I was oh. like, so like she was saying it, but she really wasn't right. quite there. Yeah, like I, this is my move. It's my time. We we didn't even talk about the fact that she said, "I love you" in week five. Like right. that's kind of I know. crazy. But is that not like the Nick? one thing you do if you're falling in love with someone? You want to see the way they Unless look at you. Unless she was when so nervous it. about it that she's like, "I can't look at you." I don't think you're actually. Yeah, I, I guess that I could be. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Okay, know. next question. Okay, so my last two questions. I'd love everybody's thoughts quickly. I call her Yale. I don't know her name, but she's very Sienna. smart. Sienna. Yale. Sienna. Sienna. And then Chelsea, the mom. I want to know each of your thoughts on her. I don't even know Sienna. Which one is she? Sienna. Sienna? Yeah, she's Yale. She went, did you watch the episode where they went to Tahoe? Parasailing. She went parasailing in Tahoe? No, I missed that part. Okay, well, I like Sienna, and I actually like Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, what a turnaround. First couple episodes, first two episodes, we definitely thought she was going to be a villain. Definitely not a villain. Um, and Sienna is, yeah, she's great. She uh, seems almost too smart for him. I hate saying things like that. I don't like saying things like well, that. Well, that's but, good. I mean. But she, she's smart. She's got a pleasant personality. She's beautiful. I see nothing wrong with Sienna yet. She's oh, great. Right. Well, never, I, and they, hopefully, seems I Seems like will. everything's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just seems like a catch. Amy, you want a headline? Yeah. If Sienna is a bachelorette, I would seriously consider going back on. Wait, tell us more. Tell us more. What do you uh, like about it? I mean, how, what do you not like about Sienna? I mean, honestly, I think we can all agree that she is beautiful. She is so smart. She has kind of stayed under the radar when it comes to the drama of the season, but yet she's engaged herself enough into the commentary to know that she actually has an opinion. I think watching Sienna, for me, is somebody I'm saying that is a great partner for anybody in life. And she is she is going to be a leader in in the house. She's going to be able to to support uh her partners. They're going to be able to work together and she's going to be able to bounce like the cool part about what, that I think Ari isn't taking advantage of in this is I feel like she's full of so much wisdom that she could really help him along this experience. So I have always been a CN fan. I am just becoming even more of a CN fan over the last couple of weeks. Ben, you know, you wouldn't have to go on her season of the Bachelorette. You could just date her in real life. Yeah, would you would you ask her out? Uh, you know, I would not. And, and Wait. I think that I'm gonna... <laughs> I'll slide in for you, man. I got this. Yeah, so you'd go you on her episode, her show if she's the Bachelorette, but you don't. You wouldn't ask her out. No, I mean I would. I was just trying to help you out, Amy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah, I, I guess I, I obviously would ask her out. She she's great. Uh, she has caught my interest since the beginning. I think she's caught. A lot of people's interest. Would I ask her? Yes. That I, I shouldn't say no. Of course I would. But I'm just saying that if she was a bachelorette, as much as I would never want to do the bachelorette or bachelor, I would say, okay, that would make me tempted. I would be tempted to think about it because she's that great. Wow. Wow. Thank I you, love ben. your love for Thank this. You so I much. love your love. She's going to know now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, you know, we don't know spoilers, but if she doesn't win, I would expect a, that you'll hear from her in your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, hey, I'll follow the sword for this podcast any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, um, if you're going to date Cien, you have to have your shiniest, most beautiful skin, you know, because she has beautiful skin. And it's a, it's still kind of the new year, and it's time to start a healthy habit. So let's talk about finding the right skincare routine for you. BioClarity, guys. We've talked about it a zillion times, and we get rave reviews every week. It's so nice to hear from people who, who've been changed by BioClarity. It's helped me because benzoyl peroxide is something I'm really sensitive to. It gets me dry and flaky. 
BioClarity doesn't use any harsh chemicals like that. So it reduces redness. It boosts your natural beauty. It just soothes and calms your skin. You don't have to worry about excess irritation, even though you use it twice a day. BioClarity is unlike traditional acne treatments because it uses clarifying botanicals and new Floralux that won't irritate your skin. Floralux is actually an ingredient derived from chlorophyll, the green stuff in plants. It's clean, it's green, and it's never mean to your skin. BioClarity is delivered straight to your door, and it's an easy three-step skincare regimen that is 100% vegan and cruelty-free. You're going to cleanse, you're going to treat, and you're going to restore, and you can get it all at BioClarity.com. Our listeners are going to get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code, which is FAMOUS. That's BioClarity.com and our code FAMOUS. Speaking of famous, uh, before we say goodbye to you, Chad, you have literally been one of the most famous villains ever <laughs> on the Bachelor franchi- franchise. And before you go, I have one last question to ask sure. you. After watching this season, you know, I know uh-huh. the likes of the Olivia Caridis of the world and, and Crystal have both spoken out against bullying, especially coming from this franchise. I want to hear, one, your thoughts on that, and two – you know, the, the common phrase as we watch this, and, and I know I've always said it, and I want to know if I'm right or wrong, is that, you know, sometimes our behavior on the show, can, can, we can learn from it when we watch it back. Did you learn anything from being on The Bachelorette? And then we're going to say goodbye to you. Absolutely. You know, and the one good thing that I have had is I had the opportunity on both Famously Single on E! and Celebrity Big Brother UK to give myself a redemption um, unfortunately, I don't think many people in America saw Celebrity Big Brother UK, so I still hold my villain edit. But yeah, I think it does teach you a few things about yourself. Obviously, you know, maybe don't lash out at people, or even if you don't feel like lashing out, maybe don't play the guy lashing out because people will assume that you are that person in real life. Do okay. you? Okay, so you're hoping now, if you were to give Crystal any advice, because this is your moment, she's going to listen right. to the podcast, I promise. Um, what would your advice be for her it now moving out of this uh, on this show for the next couple of weeks? Oh, moving out of the show. I, w- I mean, you mean like on the show or dealing Both. with like I mean, a hate off? It's not going to get any better. I don't think for her on the show, but then okay. when she leaves the show, what do you think? How would you deal with it? You know, I think the number one thing to do is not read your comments. Um, you know, everybody gets so wrapped up in Instagram and Twitter and everything that people are saying online, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what people say. That's not affecting your life. And the only thing that can affect your life is if you allow the things that they say to change the way you think of yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't read into it and just keep doing what you always do day to day. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, Chad, we appreciate you, man. And in the famous words of Crystal, uh, let me read this quote directly as she said it last night. <laughs> okay. these, girls, <laughs> these girls don't operate at my level. I'm done. That was glitter. We'll talk to you later. That was glitter? Hey, I wanted to let you guys know I'll be doing an Instagram Live during the show at 8 o'clock Pacific time on Monday night. So just going to give a little commentary live. So So thanks for having me. I will be tuning in. Glad you plugged that because now I have a new favorite thing to look forward to. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Almost Famous Podcast. We love you so much. We love our sponsors and we love feedback. So continue to tweet at us, review us on iTunes. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week where we're going to talk more about the Bachelor Winter Games.
That's right. Yeah, we're going to be here. Ashley and I are excited. You're going to see a little bit of us on TV. Uh, I don't think either of us are that nervous about it. Maybe we should be. That might be a problem. I might be very <laughs> unaware of what's to come. Uh, <laughs> That's a good we point. Wanna we we want to thank uh, our producer, Amy, for all the time that she spends on this podcast. We want to thank uh, Easton, who's in studio today, helping the sound out with all of this because I'm sick, and so he's probably moving the levels all around to make sure this works for us. Uh, Ashley, as always, you're great. Until next week, we'll miss you all. Um, but, hey, I'm excited to have a little break. Toodaloo. So that, <laughs> I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 